TSC Go Battle Lions. This is your theme song. And alrighty, welcome aboard the Tally SC Talk Podcast, officially sanctioned podcast for your Tallahassee Soccer Club Battle Lions. I'm Andrew Drew, play-by-play man here for TSC, and I'm joined by my co-host, partner in crime, the color commentator here for TSC, Trenton Young. How are we doing today, my man? You know, another great day to be a Battle Lion and to enjoy what we have shown in seasons past and still very excited with the way things are going for our team at this point in the season, man. We got a lot to look forward to. We got some 850 Cup to talk about, and we got some playoffs, Andrew Jew. Playoffs. Woof. P bombs dropping here, baby. This is uh, exciting stuff to still be around in the conversation without a completely harebrained discussion, Trent, which we have had in years past. But of course, that's what's on the table for you, the listener. If you stick around, if you've made it through the first 66 seconds, congratulations. Let's get into it. Let's talk a little road trip recap. Then we'll get into some playoffs, like Trent said, some table talk, some schedules, some league action, a little bit of everything here on the table. You know the A50 Cup is coming up this weekend, and then a little update here with TSC, and maybe, just maybe, we'll give you a little Roots preview for this weekend. Second to last game, exciting 6 o'clock start time on Saturday, but Trent, obviously a lot talked about is the road. The weary travelers here, TSC, monster road trip. This was essentially going to determine the course of our season. Hey, is TSC legit, pretender, contender, somewhere in the middle where do we see, Trent? It was seven days, over 1,800 miles, played three matches, all on the road against the top three teams in the table. Of course, that being Southern States, Jacksonville, and New Orleans. One, two, three, and we took them on in that order, Trent. At Southern States, six hours there, six hours back. At Jacksonville, middle of the week, three hours there, three hours back. At New Orleans, six hours there, and I'm told even longer with traffic. And then six hours back here, Trent Dumb. Your battle lines emerge with two ties against Southern States and, of course, New Orleans. And so we're sitting here fourth in the table, currently with 11 points and, of course, 1.37 points per match, as we love our points per match. Trent, big picture here from the road trip, and as we can kind of lump all these together, though we will get into it a little bit as we do now that the road is in our rearview mirror. And we're once again... Going to be back at Daddy's house down at the Gene here, and we get some home cooking here to finish out the season. Only two matches left, both at home. Both also on the weekend. Thank you. This is minor league soccer. Let's play on some weekends. Can we not? Yeah, Juke. So a huge road trip. We come away with two points. We were hoping for at least four. We wanted to get the draw. We thought against Southern States, possibly win against New Orleans. 2-2 draw against New Orleans. 1-1 draw against Southern States. Uh, forgive me, a 2-2 draw against Southern States as well. So definitely showed that we could score goals. We gave up a couple more than I'm sure we wanted to and weren't quite able to get the win. But, I mean, to come away with two points against two of the top three teams, you only lose by one against Jacksonville. I mean, that was an incredible Jacksonville team from last year. They've still had a decent season so far this year, not up to their normal standard. It's still one of the strongest, if not the strongest team in the league. And you only lose by a goal and you're right there with them. Still showed a lot of grit. Able to go on the road, like you said, travel all those hours and still come away with some points. You don't just sit around and, and give up three points to these teams in, at their home. So at least able to come away with something from that road trip. And, you know, we're still in the thick of this, man. Like we were, you said contender, pretender, somewhere in between. I think we're still kind of somewhere in between, but leaning towards that contender in this point of the season, Jude. 
Well, absolutely. I guess depending on what you versus contender. But the thing is, we're still in the playoff picture, clearly. Above the playoff line, if it started today, Trent, whether you're going principal match, whether you're going raw points, whatever, TSC is in if it starts today. Playoffs on the horizon. Contrast against other seasons. You talk about Southern States. Obviously had a good chance to win that game. Absolutely dominated that second half. Could have had a couple more. Had the 2-2 result. In years past, those were losses. one nothing and 2 nothing in the previous two seasons. And this is just to kind of contextualize what TSC has done in a similar road trip in seasons past. Then we go on the road. Give Jacksonville a fight. TSC is absolutely gassed. I think you can see it out there. Some tired legs, some tired lungs, but they fought through it. Battle line mentality kept on chugging. Gave themselves a chance at the end, Trent, to almost come away with it. We could have had three 2-2 draws had we gotten that second one against Jacksonville, which would have been hilarious. But once again, contrasting a 2-1 loss in years past, 6-1 loss, 7-1 loss here in 2021-2022 respectively. Jump forward to New Orleans. New Orleans, of course, wanted to go ahead, and we thought this is where, if any of these three games, we could get that win to get that four points that you talked about, Trent, in these three matches. This was going to be it. Ended up getting the 2-2 result, conceded two PKs, and any time you concede a PK, much less two, you're going to put yourself in trouble, right? Mark was able to save one of them like a baller. He had a fantastic game, as an aside. Contrast that to years past. 2021 went out there and lost 3-1, and they essentially killed our playoff hopes earlier in 2021. And then the 2022 season, you know, the wheels kind of fell off. I think it was 6-2 that we fell out there in New Orleans. So you compound that having a goal differential in these games of negative one and getting points for the first time in both those arenas, in two of those three franchises opposing stadium, huge progress here for TSC. And it puts you in the conversation. Three points back of first place, three points back of second place, one point back of third place, and TSC sitting at fourth, Trent, in the mix thoroughly. And this is uh, uncharted territory. It's it's great to be in the conversation three match weeks away, two matches away, and still be talking playoffs, and it's not a pipe dream like we have in years past. So I thought the road trip was well. Could it have been better? Yes. Could it have been worse? Yes. But once again, TSC keeps on fighting. The battle and mentality prevails. The underdog season marches on. Still only one loss to the two-time regular season reigning champions. Here, Trent... And so when you contextualize it, pretty exciting stuff here for TSC. Yeah, there definitely hasn't been, I would say, a let off in play. Like you said, you lose to Jacksonville, who's won the league the last two seasons, and you're able to come away with some points on the road and still able to be set up to really win the A5O Cup. And, you know, you got the Florida Roots coming up. You got Pensacola coming up. Those are two winnable games. Whether we win them or not, we'll obviously have to wait and see. But, yeah, this Saturday coming up against the Roots, it's going to be a good showing for us. And the Roots have been back on the up, man. I know that they're probably mathematically eliminated at this point in time. But, you know, do want to give them some love. They've been showing a lot of promise. They've been able to hang on in games late. Haven't been able to get the result that they've been looking for. But, yeah, I know we're not going to talk about the Roots much. So just wanted to touch on them real quick. Yeah, they've been showing some promise, man. I think it's four straight matches. They've all been losses, but they've all been one-goal games. Yeah. And they played PFC. They played four out of the five top teams. That was Southern States, Jacksonville. So they're building. I think they're finally trying to gel. But to your point, they have been mathematically eliminated. So 
unfortunately for them. But that is a dangerous situation for anybody needing to pick up points against the Roots. Obviously hosting them this week. And then they'll be at Southern States for match week 10 while we are hosting Pensacola. That we'll get to, Trent, we kind of talked about the road as a whole and just being able to survive, right? And I think a lot goes into that and a lot will get overlooked here this stretch, but this has essentially been the nail in the coffin the last couple of years, but just the ability to stay in the conversation and weather the storm, having rental car issues to get out to Southern States, the weather delay, kicking it back another day and having that whole delay, having your assistant Uh, or not your assistant coaches, but your board members run out to the grocery store for meals that weren't planned for and prepped for with the weather delay and just like everything firing from the hip, but taking it in stride, right? Not using an excuse, but continuing to march on, you know, having to go same day against New Orleans, not as an organizational oversight, Trent, but in a fiscally responsible organization that's utilizing the resources that the community has provided because they love these boys, but you know, you don't have that big baller budget. You can't go out there and have a lavish four-day excursion every time you have an away game. Otherwise, you won't make it to your last three or four away games, and then you'll have to forfeit those, Trent. But just the way they're able to persevere, conceding early in every single game on the road, being able to battle back, going down 2 nothing against Southern States, going down 2 nothing against Jacksonville, going down one nothing and 2-1 against New Orleans, but continuing and being absolutely relentless. And one thing that really earmarks this TSC team is the relentless pursuit, Trent, and that they're not going to go down easy. And with the talent and the organization togetherness of this team, this is what's going to make them a tough out if they end up and we expect them to get into the playoffs. But Trent, turning the page, you know, we can kind of go through the same narrative of the road trip. Wanted more, right? One of the four could have had even more points when you think about it, when you start theorizing. But you know, you can get off into some harebrained activities. Any further thoughts from the road trip that we kind of want to put a bow on as we put that in the rear view? Yeah, no, I think we should go ahead and move on and give a little perspective on the rest of the league and how that's going to shape the playoffs, what seeds will fall into. So, yeah, let's go ahead and step out and take a bigger look at everything, Andrew. Absolutely. So we'll take a quick pause, come right back on the other side, get some table talk going. And welcome back here to Taliesi Talk. Here, Trent Young, Andrew Jupe, getting ready to kind of change the transition topic of conversation here. Talked about the road that was Trent. Let's talk about the future a little bit. TSC currently sitting fourth, as we know. Southern States number one, Jacksonville number two, New Orleans number three, TSC number four, playoff line. Pensacola number five, Roots number six. Roots have been mathematically eliminated, as we previously brought up. But just as a point of emphasis, seeds one through five can end up anywhere in the table. Pensacola could still get go get the one seed if they wanted to. And consequently, Southern States could not make the playoffs, which would be hysterical. But I want to toss this over to you. I know we kind of talked about it before the road trip. And I think we both had Southern States finishing top of the table. We had TSC kind of that 2-3 and then New Orleans and Jacksonville rounding off the playoff picture. Has anything changed for you? Well, yeah, so currently out of the top four teams in the playoff, TSC being the fourth team, we've got eight games played. The other three teams have seven games played. They've got all got a game in hand on us. So Jacksonville and Southern States are one and two right now, three points clear of us at 14. They've also got that game in hand. We don't play either of them again, so we can't take three points from them and, and 
or anything like that. So, yeah, I kind of see Tallahassee falling into the third or fourth spot now. I believe I had him in second. They're kind of in that territory with New Orleans and even Pensacola. Pensacola could go on a tear, and that's not out of the question. If Pensacola gets three points against us, if they beat New Orleans at the end of the season after our games are done, like Pensacola could end up getting that fourth spot. And, you know, we could be the odd man looking in. So it's really kind of up in the air. I see TSC more solidified as the fourth team in the playoffs. And I kind of think the New Orleans may have separated themselves, at least with that game in hand, as the third team, just because they'll have another opportunity to get, you know, one to three points out of that. I think we kind of wrote PFC off once they did get smashed by Southern States for the second consecutive weekend. But realistically, after sweeping the roots, they're right into this conversation. They're only three points back of us or still within striking distance of everybody else they consequently can take the top down they do play Jacksonville and they of course play us and then they also play New Orleans so you know it's one of those teams that yeah not looking great hasn't been great there's some injury and some a lot of things surrounding them but they could really kind of throw a wrench in the plans and mess everything up so everybody's still on the table Here, which is part of the wild part, and we kind of talked about earlier, is TSC is throwing a wrench into the plans. Because in seasons past, it had been the same five teams, but if you take TSC out, you throw two or three of those ties into the loss column, you throw one or two of those wins into the tie column, and then you have TSC typically where they are in last, second to last, and these other other four teams just fighting for themselves. But now TSC has entered themselves into the chat. Caused a little chaos here. Yeah, TSC in the three seems good. I mean, they could chase down that number one seed. And Southern States, Jacksonville, do still have to play each other. So there's no situation where they both win out. Whoever you see, Fulter, or if the draw even, right, the tie, is also interesting. But I did some metrics. I think Southern States by far has the second easiest strength of schedule. We, by far, have the easiest strength of schedule. we got two games left, the two worst teams, both at home with a week's rest. There's no easier in lower league soccer. You can't get an easier finish than that. And then Southern States, consequently, you look at them, Trent. On the road to New Orleans, that's going to be a little tough, right? They're going to have to play Jacksonville, but they play Jacksonville at home, and they play the Roots at home. So they get the worst team, and they get a week's rest in between every match. No midweek game, no midweek travel, all of that. Once again, Tramp, I don't believe personally on the field Southern States is the best team, but it's tough for me to see a scenario where Southern States doesn't finish top of the table, and then as you kind of trickle down points and see who else plays each other, New Orleans and Jacksonville play, Jacksonville plays Southern States, and Jacksonville plays Pensacola. I think this weekend's going to be the key. Pensacola could make things very, very interesting, both in a good way for TSC and a bad way for TSC. Because if Pensacola takes down Jacksonville, that opens the door to the number two seed for TSC in a home game in the first round of the playoffs. Consequently, if TSC goes and ties, then PFC jumps into that four seed, and TSC could be looking at elimination only having one game left. So we kind of centered the league around New Orleans. I think the focus has shifted towards Pensacola, Trent, and that largely, for better or worse, Pensacola is going to decide the fate of this league. Not that they're the only one, right? But you look at somebody who could have the biggest chain reaction, Pensacola could make a real play at things, could bring down some of these other teams, and at the same time create a lot of trouble for TSC. So, Trent, let's go over New Orleans' schedule. At home to Southern States... You know, top team in the table right now. Have to travel to Jacksonville, the number two team in the table right now. And then, like you said, you brought up that Pensacola game, which will be the season finale. So tough road ahead. 
going for them, Trent? We posed the question a couple weeks ago for TSC. What is the team you least want to see on the schedule if they make playoffs? Or I guess, let's let's dial that back. Who are your four playoff teams? Has that changed? No, it hasn't changed. It's still going to be, I mean, in no particular order, but it's still going to be Southern States, Jacksonville, New Orleans, TSC. But I think the team that I'm most fearful of uh, to answer the previous question is probably Pensacola, just because what do they have to lose at this point? I mean, they've got everything to win. They're, they're still mathematically in this. It really just takes even a tie against Jacksonville gives them another point. And then they, if they're able to squeeze one out against us, you know, they're feeling revigorated and they're hungry and they're wanting to make the playoffs. They get three points against TSC. I mean, they're right there in the thick of it. They play New Orleans. What would a draw get them in if, if they, you know, I, I guess it would just depend upon what happens with us and the roots. And there's so many other things that go yeah. into it. <laughs> Speculate that far ahead. Right. But yeah, I, I just think Pensacola could just really be dangerous. And I'm, you know, really interested to watch them. And obviously, like you said, we've got the three games. Everybody's playing this Saturday. If Pensacola wants to go ahead and show us something against Jacksonville this week, then I don't see why it couldn't be them making that run into the fourth spot. Yeah, and that's what's interesting is Pensacola could really stake their claim, like we're saying, because they're not healthy. You look at the top, well, I guess the teams are still in it. So everybody except the Roots, right? Largely, as you see it, no gaping injuries, glaring weaknesses. PFC is the one who's most injured or has the most dragging them down, impeding their progress. Their second best player in captain has been injured another one of their quality players has been injured and you take out these two players in the midfield and it's kind of like an inception scenario that the whole dream collapses and it seems like pensacola the sights and the dreams were so high jabari hilton's back right so they're like oh my gosh we got this team from last year and the best goal scorer that we potentially ever have had so you're like man pensacola is going to be dangerous and all of a sudden after that tsc game they get wrecked back to back by southern states it's like we'll see you you and the Roots enjoy watching the playoffs, right? But then it's like, whoa, they beat the Roots again. All of a sudden, you know, those five ties kind of come back to slap you in the face a little bit because Pensacola's nipping on your heels, game in hand, and a matchup against you for your last game of the season, talking from the TSC perspective. So obviously you talk about Lightborn and some of the other injuries out there for PFC that's kind of been hampering their progress. But like you said, Trent, if they want to put all the chips on the table – and they go after it, and they can get three against Jacksonville, it's going to be wildly, wildly competitive down the stretch because then they have us, who they've had our number late in the season, and then they've got New Orleans, which could be a playoff game. So not only looking at a fourth seed, but they could jump up into that three or maybe beyond conversation if they get a result against Jacksonville, who they had a close contest with the first time that they played, man. So I'm feeling it. Pensacola, they could be trouble if they wanted to. But also things can kind of fall into place. Southern States, Jacksonville, you're 1-2 right now. Which one, if you had to take one, which one of those two teams falling out of the top two for you? So which one would you most likely see not able to make the jump? So basically, I guess my question is, Trent, if we see TSC as a pathway to two, which I think would be tough, right? I think we both yeah. acknowledge that. But who's your weaker link in the two as far as the points are concerned? Like, hey, if TSC is going to host a playoff game on Wednesday, that Wednesday after the season, what is it? I think the 12th of July. Who makes a drop? Because you got to take one out to put one in. I'd say Southern States just because, I mean, we've had their number and we know that, you know, we're obviously a good team this season, but we're probably not the best team in the league. And if they're supposed to be the best team, then why can't they beat us? So, you know, I just think that Jacksonville still kind of, playing the long game and they're still kind of developing that chemistry and their connections 
together on the field. So I, I just think Jacksonville's kind of rounding into form. And I feel like Southern States, it's just kind of been a roller coaster of a season, been really up and down. You know, they've had some massive results, but then at the same time, you know, they still got some big games coming up against uh, Jacksonville. And like I said, weren't able to put us away. So I, I think if anybody could fall out of that top two, it would definitely be Southern States over Jacksonville. I, I'd still put my money on Jacksonville. They just got the pedigree year in and year out. And they just seem to know what to do when it comes crunch time at the end of the season. And Southern States just kind of, kind of falls away at the end of the season when the pressure is on, when they've got to play Jacksonville, they just kind of seem to fold at the end of the year. So until that narrative changes, I guess that's the one I'll keep pushing. That's fair. Do have a little easier go about it schedule-wise, but I understand the thought process there. I'm mad at it. But like you said, hosting in Wednesday's match would be huge for TSC, and I think we can kind of reiterate, if TSC was to be able to host a Wednesday game, because we talked about the travel restrictions, right, and all that kind of everything, if they're able to get a home game here to start things earlier, especially with the crowd, right, the last couple of years best crowd here going that's just not from a bias perspective from a numbers standpoint of average fans in attendance per game over the last couple seasons you know not even close and so i think it would be more valuable for tsc to host on wednesday than any other team in the league at this point obviously the roots being eliminated from that conversation interesting note i didn't realize this but as we go into match week nine weekend of course the first time this week since week four that we have three saturday games going on but all that to say is the top four teams, Trent, Southern States, and this is versus each other. The top four versus each other. So Southern States versus Jacksonville, New Orleans, and TSC, and all the way around. One win, one loss, and two ties. Jacksonville against the top four. One win, one loss, and two ties. New Orleans against the top four. One win, one loss, and two ties. TSC obviously having played two more games, there's the one win, one loss, four ties. Get it? But round and round it goes. You know, you look at if you were making it greater than Southern States is better than New Orleans, given the result. New Orleans better than Jacksonville, given the 2 1 win. Jacksonville better than TSC, given the 2 1 win. TSC better than Southern States, given the 1 nothing win. But once again, the separation here is so tight. All of these four teams only separated by three points. And we keep talking about it and keep talking about it and keep talking about the playoffs. But realistically, there's just so much real estate as we look at this table, man. But it's just exciting to be in the conversation. We can't underscore that enough. We're around, man. We're in this. TSC belongs. The DeCastri era is growing strong. Going strong and growing strong. Trent, and I think we can see the progress. And it's a shame we have no more road games because I want to see Stafford Dowling score some more. Four out of the five road games, Trent. The only game he didn't score in was Jacksonville. And the only game that we lost on the season, Trent. Coincidence or not, my man? I would have to attest. I think Stafford Dowling has definitely been, you know, really kind of the missing piece that we've had. We've, you know, had Cousin Cy kind of play some striker, kind of play some winger and produce a lot of goals up top. But Stafford's that true number nine that we've been looking for for years, man. And, you know, he can do it from the penalty spot. He can do it in the air. We saw him score a, a, that header against New Orleans. Uh, if you haven't seen it, Tallahassee's uh, social media, Tallahassee Soccer Club social media put out a little compilation from the game out in New Orleans. So go check that out. But yeah, Stafford had a great header where he jumped up, headed it down into the ground. And those are always really hard for the goalies to get when they're redirected off the ground like that. So yeah, man, Stafford's kind of been that missing link for us up top. And he's just got to keep going strong. We need just a few more goals, get past the roots, get past Pensacola, man, win this 8-5-0 cup. And we'll be looking pretty in the playoffs, whether we're hosting or, you know, I, I don't, it would mean the most, like you said, with your point, to go with your point. 
It would mean the most for TSC to host the playoff game. I just don't know if that's necessarily quite feasible at this moment in time, given that we're down on goal different or game differential between the other three teams. I just think that if Tallahassee can get into the playoffs at all, it's just a huge win, man. And, and Stafford's obviously been a big part of that all year at home on the road. And, and we'll need him going forward to continue being a big part of our attack if we're going to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's a great point, Trent. I like you bring up go differential because that is, of course, the first tiebreaker. So only three points back at Jacksonville, right? But six goals back. I understand we have the Roots coming up, right, and Pensacola coming up. But Roots, like we said, played four one-goal matches in their last four. And then we would have to make up ten goals against Southern States to jump them based on those two blowouts they had against Pensacola. So, like you said, yeah, to break through that top three is going to be pretty crucial coming up here. I guess as we kind of try to forecast expectations for you for TSC next to the Roots at home on Saturday, the week after that, Pensacola, how many points realistically for TSC do you see playing out? I'm feeling four points. I'm I'm not certain who's going to get the draw. I could easily see the Roots because the Roots have been up fighting hard. You know, they haven't gotten a result this season. could easily see see them just putting everything out there and laying it all on the line and, and getting one against us, not to doubt our guys, but we've been coming off this, this incredible, extremely long road trip that we've had the last 10 days. And so, you know, our boys are going to be a little gassed after some of that. So I don't know. I think that if it is the roots who we tie against, then we'll absolutely be able to clamp down against Pensacola and, and secure those three points or vice versa. You know, if, if we get the three against the roots, then maybe a draw against Pensacola is just enough to keep us alive and to keep us in things. So you obviously want to come away with six. I don't want to draw any games, but I'm, I'm feeling very confident about four. Being a homer, I would go ahead and say six. But I don't know, man. Like I said, Pensacola, they're, they're no joke either. So it, it really could go either way. What about you, Juve? What are you thinking from these next two fixtures? Uh, I'm thinking there's a lingering doubt, but I got a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Let's go six. Give us the full six. Okay. Get in there. Make it happen. But I do share a lot of your points as far as the Roots kind of coming into form. Because Roots, this is like the ultimate trap game, right? That you would kind of theorize in other sports or, you know, you're looking past it because the A50 Cup will not be affected during the Roots game. Because regardless of the result, we're going to have the chance to win it and or lose it the next week versus Pensacola. And, you know, you're thinking about what else goes on in the table and the Roots are dead last, have not had a result. You know, their whole thing is, is wrecking team seasons. They could take us out of the playoffs still, theoretically. They could take Southern States out of hosting, potentially even kick them out of the playoffs. So they only have two matches left, as we do. But that's their whole bit. Their whole bit is just throwing a wrench into the plans. And a team that's got nothing to lose, Trent, is super, super dangerous. We've been hopeful kind of in years past. We thought we had Pensacola trying to get the A5O Cup a couple years ago. And then they were running away from us. 4-1 it was at one point. We got one back to make it a little better optically for 4-2 loss here at the Gene uh, when we played Pensacola. But, Trent, crazy things happen down the stretch, and we've got uh, we've seen uh, too many rough ones, too many rough ones to commit to the full six. Appreciate the honesty there. It's going to be fun going forward. I'm trying to think of some housekeeping things. As you talk about it, A5O Cup on the table, baby. Yeah, man, A5O Cup alive and well, and we control our own destiny. So why don't we go ahead and break off into some of that? Absolutely. Well, let's keep it right here, man. No need to jump out to break. A50 Cup. As it currently stands, Pensacola's top dog. They have played all but one of their matches, so they're three matches in, seven points. Obviously, two wins against the Roots. 
going to be the differential in that. So they're plus three on the goal differential. They tied us. Roots, obviously, losing three. So they're zero eliminated. Cannot win the 8-5-0 Cup. TSC sitting at second with four points. Win over the Roots. Tie against Pensacola. So a one-goal differential. So a goal differential, two back of Pensacola and three points back on Pensacola. Obviously, we will be on level ground after the game this weekend. So theoretically, if TSC were to win by two, they would be dead even on everything entering the final game of the season here. But even if they lose, they could still beat Pensacola as they're currently sitting on four points and would have to beat them in goal differential. Granted, they would have to make up at that point I believe four goals because PFC would be plus three and TSC would be at at least zero, depending on what the margin was. So that'd be a big hill to climb. But potentially to dethrone Pensacola, man. Do you think we got it in us, Trent? Is this the year? We love talking 8 5 Cup, the biggest, baddest rivalry in lower league soccer, man. That's all anybody's talking about. I see my timeline every weekend. Yeah, Jeep, I think it's our year because you can't let Pensacola run it three years in a row. The roots aren't going to get it. So if there ever was a year that you're going to do it, and it's feeling really good this year under Joel DeCastri and every everybody that he's put out on the field this season, feeling like a well-oiled machine. So, you know, I, I just really feel like it's ours to lose at this point in time. I, I feel like we've got to be the betting favorites based off of points in this season and uh, the morale of the club is at. So not, not to dog them, but, you know, I just feel like TSC is just riding this all-time high right now that, you know, we haven't seen in our three years here. So... I just think at home with the trophy there in attendance, I just think our boys are going to be able to rise to the occasion and bring that hardware home. And if anything else, if, or I should say, if nothing else, at least we can hoist the A5O Cup at the end of the season and have some sort of hardware. You know, even if we don't get into the playoffs or the playoffs don't go our way, you know, at least we can look back and say, okay, well, we were able to do something this season. And like you said, it is a very heated rivalry, that A5O Cup. So it'd be nice to finally bring it back home to the gene. Absolutely. Of course, going against the Roots early time. So 6 p.m., Trent, it kind of creates an interesting scenario. Since we're in Eastern time, we'll play the Roots. We'll be done roughly at 8 o'clock. And then those games kicking off the other two in the central time zone We'll be kicking off right around 8 o'clock. So we'll be able to watch either and or both of those games wire to wire to see what the competition looks like. So our result will be in. So by the time these two teams kick off, unless there's weather delays, all that crap, we will only have one match left to play for the rest of the teams. Southern State's at New Orleans. Jacksonville at PFC. Trent, you want to get into some quick predictions? We can kind of put a bow on this thing. We got a big one coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You want to get to our game first or save it for last, baby? Uh, let's save it last. We'll go ahead and step out and look at the rest of the league. There you go. Match Week 9 weekend. We'll check out these games going on. 8 p.m. kickoff rematch. Southern States this time at New Orleans. This could be a big shakeup. Previous matchup was in Mississippi. 3-1 to Southern States. Do you see something similar this time around? Granted, that was New Orleans' first match, and allegedly they had been coming off with only two practices for the team going into that game. And that was also weather delayed out in Mississippi. Yeah, you think maybe they got, like, some deal with, like, the weather gods or something out there. They can just get these delays and throw off the away teams or something. I don't know what's going on out there. I don't know, man. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead and say I think it's a little closer. I think it might be a 2-2 outcome. I think New Orleans is really rounding into form. And like I said, Southern States definitely feels like the arrow's kind of trending just slightly down, kind of in the middle. But 
you know, definitely not up for Southern states at this point. They can't feel great about where they're at right now. They definitely should be a lot further ahead given the rest of the table, the rest of the league so far. So I'll go ahead and say a 2-2 draw. I really like New Orleans, and they, they showed a lot of fight against us. And, I mean, New Orleans could easily beat us 3 or 4-2, to man. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and say 2-2 New Orleans Southern states this weekend. Yeah, I'm liking the upset. I'm seeing a change here. New Orleans, I feel, is scrappy. They're kind of up and down. I'm, I'm still trying to figure them out. I know they got the one guy, Sheldon Green, who was previously with Southern States, of course. Yep. Went over with Walsh. His sis come back. He's a fiery guy. I like New Orleans with a little upset. Give me 2-1 New Orleans. Shake Uh-oh. up the table a little bit. Maybe a little hole in the armor here for Southern States to open up the rest of this table, maybe. TSC. A little snake in the grass. Maybe crack the door open. All we need is a crease, my man. All we need is a crease. Interesting game. So I think a lot of people are talking about that, just with the rematch. And then I think New Orleans and Southern States have a long-standing beef. I think, obviously, when it comes to rivalries, you have the biggest, baddest rivalry triad here in lower league soccer the a50 cup but i think as far as hatred goes i don't know that there are two teams that hate each other more for a number of different reasons and the fan bases and whatever than southern states new orleans there is a ton of ton of beef there which we can get into uh in the future maybe this isn't the place this isn't the place but having discussions with yeah we'll leave it at that anyways (laughs) Moving on, I think that will be very intense. And a lot of people are having that as the game to watch here in the conference. I think it's this next one, Trent, just because of the impact it could have conference-wide. Jacksonville at Pensacola, I believe. And as Trent, as you go through your response, I'm going to go ahead and look this up, though I may have it just in time. When they played in Jacksonville, and yes, okay, it was what I thought it was. Jacksonville with a 2-1 to one win in Jacksonville. The last two times they played, now going to play over in Golf Breeze. What do you think about this one? I'm going to say Jacksonville 2-1. I'm, I'm not going to say they're going to run away with it per se, but I, I still think they you know, got enough to edge out, and they'll go ahead and, and still keep that second spot you know, just down on the goal differential right now. Well, I guess they would shoot up if I've got Southern States drawn. So I kind of want Jacksonville to run away with it, and then I kind of want Southern States to just hang out. So, yeah, that's that goes in my narrative off the <laughs> building. So, yeah, we'll go with that, 2-1 Jacks. There you go. Sissing 2-1 Jacks. Okay. I like, man, I wish we knew where they were health-wise because that determines it a lot for me. They had a wild goal against New Orleans, and they love tying at home. I'm feeling the tie vibes, man. Let me get on this train. I'm going to say I could see it going either way. Tough to hold Jacksonville to one. So for that reason, I'm going 2-2. I'm going to steal your prediction from the other game. Give me a 2-2 draw. This will help keep PFC in the mix. Bring down Jacksonville a little bit. Here to pair up with my other prediction here. 6 p.m. kickoff here, of course. TSC for the people. Bumping it up a little hour early here. Trying to get the local people involved a little more for the kids. Maybe not staying up as late. I know they're partnering. I think it's uh, Boy Scout Week this week, Trent. Partnering with a local couple of troops here is TSC for the Florida Roots game. What you think? Florida Roots yet to have a point or result on the season against fourth place TSC. And I don't think they're going to get it this week, Andrew Jupe. I think it's going to be 3-1, your battle lines, victorious over the Roots. I think that, you know, your boy Bush is still going to maybe get one. 
but I just don't see the Roots overcoming the TSC uh, onslaught that we'll be providing hopefully on on Saturday. So I, I think between Stafford Dowling, that midfield, and, and all the pace that we have out wide, you talk Mark Padillo, maybe he doesn't even give one up, man. It could even be 2 nothing or 3-0. So I'll go 3-1, though. I, I, still, I still think that they'll get one in. I like it. There's something been magical lately about the Roots in this 3-2 score line. So I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. Trent, 3-2. Let's see a little goal fest. Had a little time to get some rest. Roots, desperate, going to be throwing numbers forward. Um, but I like that kind of going forward. Who scores here for TSC as we kind of get towards the end here? You said 3-1, potentially 2 nothing. Who's your goal scores? What's your scenario? Paint us the narrative. Yeah, I'll go Gaku and Ishimura. He'll get one. In live play or off a free kick? Ooh, I'll say free kick. That oh. sounds fun. Okay, nice. We'll go free kick. And then uh, Stafford Dowling, breakaway with the feet. And then uh, man, it's been a while since we've had a K-Lo goal. So give me some Kevin Lowe. I'll get some Kevin Lowe's second half action, 70th minute plus. Kevin Lowe's going to come in late and just seal the deal for us. There we what go. about you? Who you got scoring? There we go. I like it. Um, I was thinking that before it was brought it up, mainly why I asked you. I like Gaku on a free kick as well. We have a streak of defenders scoring off of set plays yeah. or off of crazy sequences. We had Trice. I think Trice was the Jacksonville goal. We had Ali in the New Orleans game. And I'm trying to think back of Southern States if we had. Oh, scored. Yeah, we had the what we thought was Bilal that got changed to Kev. There's still some confusion about that one, so that's like got a asterisk to it. Um, depending on who you trust, who do you trust? Do you trust the MPSL official <laughs> website? <laughs> Trent? <laughs> oh man, I don't know where I'm going. Give me a defender. Yes, let's get some Zuri. I like Zuri okay. getting in there, getting a goal. Open his account here for TSC. And so that's one, two. I like a third. Let me get Johnny. Johnny, I don't think has scored since the Pensacola game. And he loves playing those panhandle teams, Trent. It always seems Johnny brings a little extra to the 8-5-0 game. So let me get that as we go forward here. Both predicting big wins here for TSC this weekend at the 6 p.m. kickoff. Trent, any closing thoughts? We put a bow on this one, my man. Yeah, that's all I got, Juke. Just excited for another big game. Hopefully, we can come over with those three points, like we said. Stay alive in the playoffs. Hoisting that 850 Cup trophy, Juke. Absolutely. A lot of exciting stuff going on here this weekend. Once again, TSC hosting the Roots, 6 p.m. at Gene Cox Stadium. Andrew Juke, Trenton Young, bringing you Taliesin Talk Podcast here. Of course, if you want to check us out, more news notes. We've got the graphics, predictions, general banter here. Not just TSC stuff, but a lot of Gulf Coast Conference stuff as well. Trying to give you the full playoff picture. At Telly SC Talk, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, wherever you want to go. Got you, man. Got you. So make sure you check it out. Hit that sub, hit that like, hit that follow, hit that retweet, hit that everything, right, Trent? As we go forward here. But much, much more to come. Thank you for listening. If you're still with us here, going wire to wire here at Telly SC Talk Podcast, Trent. Thanks again for coming aboard, my man. We'll be rooting for the big three this weekend. Maybe get some help from the table. See where we are. Some exciting stuff next week as we once again have some midweek games coming after the weekend. But that, of course, is way far down the line. But TSC, the underdog season, reigns on. Trent, take care, big dog. We'll see you later. TSC, go battle, Lions. This is your theme song. The podcast is over. 